Right, Assalamualaikum everyone, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. All right, everyone. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Was salatu was salamu ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursaleen. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa habibina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddin. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassilli amri. Wahlul uqtatan min lisani. Yafqahu Qawli. Amma ba'd. Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much uh, for joining me this evening uh, for this uh, Children's Circle on this Wednesday evening. I know we normally don't have Children's Circle on Wednesday evenings, uh, but since I don't think anyone is going to school, well, you might be going to school online, um, but uh, at least you're not going into school, and uh, there are no activities in the evenings um, unless you're doing karate or taekwondo or swimming online, which I don't think is probably happening. Uh, so that's why I said, you know what, Wednesday might be a good day uh, to have children's circle. And uh, that way, inshallah, we can keep uh, Friday and Saturdays uh, free for other online events, inshallah. Uh, so how's everyone doing tonight? You can unmute yourself and speak, or you can write in the chat box. Right. Inshallah. And uh, that's great to hear. I also wanted to say, if you want to, you can actually, um, you can actually, um, what's it called? You can turn on your cameras if you like, um, if your parents allow you. So that way I'm able to see some of you as well. Okay. So we heard from, I think, one person. Anybody else? How's everyone doing? So you can unmute and you can talk and then mute yourself again. Good, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Who was that? Ryan Leanne. Okay, MashaAllah. So glad to have you joining us this evening. How's everyone else? Anyone else would like to speak and let me hear their voice? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so it's... um. Um, I'll, t I'll tell you a little bit of how uh, I'm doing. So Alhamdulillah, um, under the circumstances, everything is well. Of course, I'm uh, missing all of you. I'm missing uh, your parents and going for Salah, in the Musalla, and offering Salah, uh, Salat al-Jum'ah. Of course, we're missing that um, and uh, missing the normal things that we would be doing if we were not in this situation. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, considering the circumstances and considering uh, what is happening in many different parts of the world uh, and to different types of people. Alhamdulillah, I'm very, very grateful. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of his blessings. Um, the fact that, alhamdulillah, I have a home uh, in which I can sleep safely, alhamdulillah. The fact that my family is with me, alhamdulillah. The fact that we have food to eat, alhamdulillah. Um, even the fact that we're, you know, the, the blessing of being able to go outside for walks and um, bike and, you know, to spend time together, alhamdulillah. 
Um, so there's so many things that we are um, that we are grateful for. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Um, the fact that uh, we have this technology and we and I'm able to speak to you like this. Uh, so there's many, many things I'm grateful for, Alhamdulillah, even though there's some things that you're missing. But, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us human beings uh, very, very uh, versatile. That means that we are able to adapt to situations generally. Um, sometimes it's a bit difficult, right? Sometimes uh, because it's something that we're not ready for and then all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of changes. Uh, so it can be a little bit challenging at times. Um, but overall, Alhamdulillah, as human beings, the way Allah has created us, we are very uh, versatile so we can adapt um, to the environment around us. Uh, so Alhamdulillah, um, I think for the most part, uh, we, uh, my family, myself, our community overall uh, is doing well. Um, the one thing I really want you to know is that if there are um, ever any challenges where you really feel um, that you need some help or your parents, your family feels like they need help, uh, whether it's regard to something that you uh, really need to survive or whether it's just to talk to someone uh, or if you have a question or something that's really bothering you or making you feel down, uh, I want you to know that I am available. Uh, this is why I'm here in the community. This is why, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I've made myself available, alhamdulillah. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out by yourself or asking your parents to contact me. Uh, and I'd be more than happy to have a video chat with you one-on-one, -on -one, inshallah, or we could talk on the phone. Uh, so don't hesitate, you know, if you if you just want to talk, um, if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you're afraid of something, um, I'm here to care for you, to make dua for you and your family. Um, so I just want you to know that, that you're not alone, no one's alone, alhamdulillah. And uh, we're there for one another, and especially uh, I feel it is important for me to be there uh, for you and your family. So. Um, I hope everyone keeps well, inshallah. Uh, and as always, like I said, if there is anything you want to talk about, just reach out. Just reach out, inshallah. Okay? All right. So, um, I want to start off with uh, some good news tonight. How many people want to hear good news? How many people want to hear good news? Can you hear good news? Yes? Inshallah? Yes. Okay, you can chat as well. You can speak or you can chat. All right, so I've got some good news and here is the good news. Ready? All right. Okay, so uh, normally this is something that we would be uh, seeing, not exactly looking like this, but we'd be seeing on Tim Horton's Cups uh, because Roll Up the Rim is actually still on right now, but no one's really noticing as much because barely anyone is going out to Tim Hortons. Um, but normally this is when um, uh, Roll Up the Rim would be happening, was supposed to be happening, still is, like I said. Um, and, uh, you know, you would buy a drink from Tim Hortons, you would roll up the, the rim, um, and most of the time, what would, what would it say? Who can tell me what would it say normally for most people? No one? Most of the time you, you did not win. Okay. Sure. Try again. Yeah. Or please roll again. I'm not sure if it said I get that or try again. Uh, or donut or coffee. Yeah. Free coffee. I've got a few of those. Free drink or uh, a free uh, donut. Um, but normally what 
are people actually looking for? When everyone rolls up the rim, what are they actually hoping to get? A car. Yeah, yeah. And I'll admit, I, I've been one of those people as well. You know, I've driven by, especially, you know, some of those similar where they had a car parked outside. Um, and, um, you know, so I would, uh, would drive by, rolling up my rim, uh, car or TV, okay. <laughs> a Jeep, yeah. So, you know, sort of making da'a, just wishing that, you know, what if this is it? What if this is the cup that if I roll it up, um, you know, maybe uh, this is going to be the car. Uh, but uh, I never want a car, uh, at least not from a Tim Hortons cup. Um, maybe you did, but I didn't. But nonetheless, tonight, um, I want to share this message with you, this good news that congratulations, you have won. And you're thinking, okay, I've won what? Well, there you go. The winning amount is 2 million. Can you imagine if you won, you know, $2 million, you know, how would you feel? Huh? <laughs> How would you feel if you won two million? Which one would you choose? You feel awesome? Very excited. Woo! All right. Go ahead. If anyone would like to speak, how would you feel? Which one would you choose? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Which uh, which face? Would you be would be you if you actually if you won two million? I I would be very happy. Very happy. Okay, with tears or without tears? I don't know. <laughs> middle face. Okay, uh, middle and last. Yeah, surprised. All right, so. Um, the good news is, and I'm not making this up, is that you have really won two million. And you're going, huh, what is he talking about? Well, you've won two million, wait for it, seconds. You've won, you've really won two million seconds, okay? Um, you might be a little bit disappointed, but here's how I came to this figure, okay? So everyone have a calculator or a phone that has a calculator, or maybe you can use the Google search box, okay? So 2 million seconds, how did I come to that? So we had an announcement yesterday. Everyone heard about this? Did everyone hear about this announcement? Now, it takes some time for your answers to show up in the chat box. So that's why I paused. Okay. I just, yep. um, need to talk to So there was an announcement yesterday that schools will be closed, uh, or rather schools won't open uh, this month, and rather they're going to be closed until May 4th. Now, when you heard about that, how did how did that make you feel? How did you feel when I felt um, good and bad because um, my birthday's on April, so it's gonna be on. So, but I have to stay home. But I wanted to do it with my friends. But I'm also happy 
because 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 I'm also happy because because we don't get to school and we get to have a break for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people I think felt that way, sad and happy. I think there's quite a few people who are seeing the chat box that they're just sad uh, or so sad. Um, sad and happy. So I think there's a lots of mixed emotions. So either people are sad or they're somewhat happy as well, because at the end of the day, you know, it's sort of nice to be off of school, um, out of school, but uh, maybe when it gets a little too long, um, and especially when we're not expecting it, then it's not that pleasant. Okay, so back to the calculator. How did we come up with 2 million seconds? So here's what you do, okay? So count the number of days until May 4th. So start from tomorrow, because today is what? Today is April 1st, which is supposed to be April Fool's Day, but Islamically, while it's good to joke around and have a good sense of humor, uh, you know we, that. we shouldn't be doing anything uh, or joking in a way that hurts people, that involves lying uh, or deceiving people, okay? So if there's a nice way of joking where you don't have to lie, where you don't have to fool people, which is sort of hard for April Fool's, um, but, uh, but anyway, so we don't really, uh, do any of those things, although it's, it's fine to have a sense of humor and to joke around. Um, so anyway, that was beside the point. So it's April 1st today, tomorrow's April 2nd. So from April 2nd to May 4th is how many days? Who can tell me? Thirty-three days. Okay, thirty-two days. Yeah. So um thirty-three. Okay, so got a calculator. So either you choose thirty-three or thirty-two, that's fine. So thirty-two, okay, so put in the number of days. Multiply by the number of hours in a day. Okay, so how many hours are there in a day? 24, very good. And then multiply that by the number of minutes in an hour. So how many minutes in an hour? 60. 60, very good. And then multiply that by the number of seconds in a minute. How many seconds in a minute? 61. Well, 60 as well. So times 60, and what's the answer? 60. Yes. So this is my answer on my calculator. Might be, okay. Is that That's a big answer? number. That's a really big number. That's right. Can someone tell me what answer they got? That's too big. Too big. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, two million eight hundred fifty-one thousand two hundred. Okay, anyone else who got a different answer? By the way, this is not math class, so you're not getting great on this. Okay, don't worry. Two hundred eighty-five thousand. No, two million eight hundred fifty-one thousand. Okay, two million eight hundred eight hundred and. Oh, that's two hundred eighty-one thousand. You're missing a zero. Okay, so two million eight hundred eighteen thousand. Okay, the point is, what do we find in common? Two million eight hundred forty-seven. Okay. So what's in common with all of those answers? What do they have in common? What do you notice about them? The two. Very good. They're all very big numbers. 
Yes, that's right. They're all very, very big numbers. But what they all are more than 2 million. So basically, like I said, you've all won. So anyone who goes to school, and now I understand some of you might be uh, going to school online, but in terms of actually going out of the house, getting ready for school, you know, taking your lunch, your homework and all of your books, carrying your bag, walking to school, going on the bus or getting dropped off and everything that happens in school, you know, that, that whole routine. Okay, so that's all happening. And that means that you have at least 2 million seconds that you normally would not have had to use the way you want to use. Okay, so um, that's the answer I got, by the way. Okay, so 2 million, 754,800. All right, so that's a lot of seconds. Okay, so basically, if you start counting from tonight at midnight until May 4th, when school is supposed to open, and maybe it'll open, maybe it'll not, Allah knows best, but you're, you will be counting over 2 million seconds. Okay, so that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time, and you're all millionaires tonight. Okay, you're all millionaires, uh, not with just 1 million, but with 2 million seconds. Now, I've got a question for you, okay? Which of these equations that you see do you think are most, uh, uh, is, uh, is the most correct or is the, is the right answer? Okay, second, first, second, Purple. Time is more than money. More than money? Okay. Why? Okay, so someone who said time is greater than money. Can you explain to me why you think time is greater than money? Because money can't buy time that's lost. Because money can't buy time that is lost. Okay. Very good. Um, money can't buy time. Okay. Those are great answers. Anybody who thinks that time is equal to money? Time is limited. Can't make up for it. Time is worth more than money because money can come back. Time cannot. Okay. That's a really, really interesting answer. MashaAllah. Okay. So anybody who believes that the first one is the right answer? Because on the day of judgment, you don't have your money. Okay. All right. Money can buy anything. So time is equal to money. Who thinks that is the correct answer and can explain to me why? No one? So the thing is that we normally hear the famous saying that time is money. Okay? Basically because every second, every minute, you have the opportunity to use it to earn money, to monetize it, or you know, to do something that can help you in earning money. That's why it's often said that time is equal to money or time is money. Um, time that's gone is gone, that's true. However, I think, so even though time is equal to money is normally what you know, people hear and what we often um, you know, hear, I think personally, um, and you can disagree, but I think that time is more valuable than money um, because of the reasons that some of you have already mentioned. 
um, that, you know, with time, you can not only earn money, but you can do other things that can benefit you. Thank you, Zakhalakhair, for that last comment. So you are able to do other things. You're correct. Sorry, say that again. You are correct about what you just said. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so with time, uh, you can use the time to, like I said, to earn money. You can use it for other beneficial things. You can use it for something which is more valuable than money. Who can tell me what is more valuable than money? Life. Life. Okay, that's a good answer. Salah, gold. Okay. Family. So by money, we mean wealth in general, right? By money, we mean wealth in general, including gold. Okay, so salah, life, time, family, afkar, Allah, time, life, remembrance of Allah, good deeds, worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, mashallah, excellent answers. So good deeds is a, is a really, really good and important answer because you see on the day of judgment, as someone mentioned before, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to ask us how much money we brought. Allah is not going to ask us how much money did you have in your bank account. Or how much money have you brought to the Day of Judgment or on the Day of Judgment? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be only interested in one main thing. And that is our deeds. And what is going to help us on that day is going to be good deeds, which is going to make it easier for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come to us if we had done those deeds with sincerity, with good intention, only to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right, that is what really counts. So yes, money is important for this life. So I'm not saying that money is not important. Of course, you know, people who run families, they need to work, they need to earn money, they need, need to, you know, sometimes they do businesses or have other skills or trades with which they're able to, to earn a living, which is important because those who are responsible for families, like your parents, are responsible for feeding you, for feeding their family members, for clothing them, you know, for giving them shelter, having a house, and fulfilling all their needs. So money is important for this life, but money is not going to help us in the hereafter unless we had used that money in a good way, okay? Which, for example, could be giving charity, giving sadaqah, okay? But therefore, the point is that time is more valuable because with time, not only can we earn money and give away money, we can also as you have mentioned, do good deeds. When we have time, we can do good deeds, we can offer salah, we can do the remembrance of Allah, we can recite Quran, we can go help someone, you know, we can be kind to others. So there's many things we can do with time that we can't really do with money. And the last option, I think you guys all uh, were correct in not choosing the last one, uh, that money is more valuable than time. Um, that's not true because somebody could have all the money in the world but if allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides that their time in this world their life has is to come to an end no amount of money can get them out of that right so money definitely is not more uh, valuable than time all right so Okay, so we just talked about this, that time is greater than money or more valuable than money, and we just talked about why, so we don't necessarily have to get into that. So now, here's a question. 
that, or not really a question, but it's something to make us think, that if time is more valuable than money, and I think we all agree that time is more valuable than money, and it's bad to waste money. Does everyone agree with that, by the way? Is it bad to waste money? Yes. Yes, okay. Very good. So we all agree that wasting money is bad. Um, and uh, wasting anything really is bad. Uh, but money, wealth, you know, for no reason, absolutely, is um, is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you're using it for on something which is useful, if you're using it for reason, then it's not it's not wasting anymore, right? So if you spend your money on something that's useful, something that's needed, something that you know for which there is a valid reason, then it's not wasting anymore. Then you're spending it, and some forms of spending are actually pleasing to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know, when a person spends their money on their family members, that's actually a form of sadaqah. The Prophet has told us. That money that is spent on our family members is sadaqah, is, is counted as charity. You know, money that is given in charity, of course, is 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 a good deed. You know, that's counted as counted as hasanat. If you um you know spend on uh you know the things that that you need for yourself, even that is a permissible spending of money. Yes, we shouldn't be wasteful. We shouldn't be uh, extravagant. Uh, we shouldn't spend more than than Allah has given us. Of course, um, we shouldn't try to get in debt for no reason. Like borrow money for no reason simply because we want something nice so we should be careful but for someone who has been blessed by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allah tells us in the quran that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives more to some people and he gives less to some people and it's a test for everyone the person who gets more that's also a test for them allah is trying to see how are they going to use that money properly are they going to be wasteful are they going to be grateful to allah are they going to give in charity you know, how are they going to spend? So the for, for the person who is blessed with lots of money, that is a test for them. And sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests people by not giving them too much money. And one hadith tells us that it might be because it would have been bad for them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them sometimes less money than others. And that is also a test as to how they're going to deal with that situation. Okay. So, but we agree that wasting money, meaning spending money in a way that is not pleasing to Allah, that is bad, okay? So if time is more valuable than money and it's bad to waste money, then it's even worse to waste time. Do you agree? Yes? Okay, alhamdulillah. So that's great. We have unanimous agreement here that if time is more valuable than money, and it's bad to waste money, then it's even worse to waste time. Very good. Alhamdulillah. Now here's a hadith of the Prophet And I've color-coded it so that we can uh, match the meaning. For those who don't understand Arabic or don't um, read Arabic, we can match um, the words, the Arabic words with the English. Okay? So Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah it was a cousin of the Prophet ﷺ, younger. His name is Abdullah ibn Abbas. قال, he said, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم, that the Prophet وسلم, said, اغتنم خمسا قبل خمسا. Take advantage five before five. Okay, so خمس, right, in Arabic, talking about five. So خمسا قبل خمسا. Take advantage of five قبل 
meaning before five. Okay, so basically take advantage of five things before they turn into five other things. What is the Prophet saying? He's telling us, he's advising us that you should take advantage of five situations before they turn into five different situations, which are worse. So number one, the purple one. Take advantage of your youth, meaning your young age, because you are when you're young, mashallah, like you are, you have energy, right? Mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you uh, a fresh mind, so you're able to learn new things easily. You are um, you know, excited to do new things, you have energy, you have imagination, um, you have passion, you know, so take advantage of that of your youth before your old age because no one no one in the world stays the same age every single person every single one of us our clock is ticking every second we are getting older we are not getting any younger but we're getting older and once we get older we can't bring back our youth we can't bring back that same energy you know our body starts to get tired Different parts of our body, our bones, our joints sometimes start hurting. You know, and as we get older, perhaps we're not able to hear as clearly. We're not able to see as clearly. We're not able to run as fast. Perhaps we're not able to understand things that well at a certain point. Okay? So take advantage of this youth, so this age that you have right now. This is really, really valuable. Right? And it's not going to stay for too long. Once upon a time, I was your age. I was seven years old, eight years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, you see? And alhamdulillah, I still feel pretty, you know, young and energetic, but it's not the same way as I was before. You know, my hair is turning white a little bit, even though I'm still relatively young. I'm still not 40 yet, alhamdulillah. Um, but, you know, it's not the same as when I was younger. So take advantage of your youth, meaning to do good things, to do good deeds, to help people, to learn new things, for example, memorizing Quran. MashaAllah, there's some people who, even in their old age, they memorize Quran, but it becomes a lot difficult for most people. When you're young, you're able to memorize and learn things much faster. MashaAllah, there's children who are five years old, six years old, seven years old, and they memorize the entire Quran. Right? But if that same person waited until they were 25, until they were 30, until they were 40 or 50 or 60, then perhaps it would become much more difficult. It's not always the case, but in many cases, in most cases, that's what happens. So use your youth before your old age. Because once you get older, then you will not be able to go back. You can't rewind or undo your life and go back to being young again. So take advantage of that time, not in committing bad things, committing sins or you know doing bad things, but in doing good things, doing a lot of good things so that you have them stored in your bank account for the akhirah, for the hereafter. Instead of having to work much harder when you're older to try to get the same amount of good deeds. Even though, of course, when you're older, you should still do good deeds, but it's easier now to do more. So try to increase them at this age. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, your health before your illness. So when a person is healthy, you know, usually they don't think of being sick. They try to enjoy their life. But subhanAllah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only knows who is going to get sick and when. You know, and this situation we're in right now, subhanAllah, we're finding this out. That like this, you know, people are getting sick. And some of them are getting very sick. And it always happened, you know, different types of diseases and cancer and 
you know, this and that. And there's so many illnesses that exist, right? So if a person is healthy, that is a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when a person gets ill and they get sick, may Allah help them and cure them, then it becomes a lot harder to do good deeds, to use that energy, um, uh, to use a person's energy and time to do good deeds because a person is sick and they may not have the same energy. They may be in pain. They may be in the hospital. They may not be able to pray as much. They may not be able to help people. They may not be able to recite Quran and so on and so forth. So take advantage of your health before your illness because none of us knows. May Allah protect us all, but none of us really knows what Allah has written for us and if we're going to get sick at some point. So as long as you're healthy, use that, that health and use that time so that you're able to do lots of good that you may not be able to do if you were to become sick. Number three. Your riches before your poverty. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives someone wealth or, you know, gives them a decent good life, um, we should not take that for granted. That means we should not assume it is always going to be like that. Because Allah can send a situation to us all of a sudden in which we can find ourselves immediately, right away in poverty. Right? So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from that. But it could be different situations, you know, some people, someone loses their job, something happens to their business, somebody scams them, like there's different things that can happen. And subhanAllah, all of a sudden a person who is rich, they become poor all of a sudden. Okay, so take a, if Allah has given you and your family a decent life, decent lifestyle, you know, you're comfortable, you have enough to eat, you have a place to live. So, and you're not worried about, you know, money and wealth. Because Allah has given you enough, then use that wealth and use that opportunity before a situation comes in which you find yourself and your family finds yourselves in poverty. May Allah protect us all and may Allah help all of those who are going through poverty. And then the Prophet said, number four, right, your free time before your work. So take advantage of your free time because when you have free time, it seems like, oh my goodness, I have so much time. I have so much time I can do anything I want. And then a person, a lot of times it happens that a person starts becoming lazy and careless with their time, starts wasting their time. And we use even really bad words. We say, I'm, I'm killing time. No, we shouldn't be killing anyone, especially not time. They don't kill time. So, because it's a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So your free time before your work. Like right now we are free, we have more time. And then inshallah when school opens up, right? And then you have to get ready for school and you have to go out and there's all this stuff to do, you know, and life becomes a lot more busier. So the Prophet is saying that your free time before your work, before your busyness. Okay, so that is also a great blessing. So take advantage of that. Don't kill it. Don't waste it. Take advantage of that. Before you get busy, before you have work to do. Okay, so use it in the best way possible. And finally, number five, your life before your death. Because every single person, and I know we don't like to think about it or talk about it, but the reality is that all of us are here temporarily in this world. We came from Allah and we have to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is our short moment to do some good deeds for the future, for the akhirah, for the hereafter. If we let this opportunity slip away, if we let it go to waste, then when we return to Allah, it's going to be too late. 
And then people are going to be wishing and asking and begging Allah, Oh Allah, can you let me go back for just one moment? I want to give just a little bit. I want to give some money in sadaqah, please. You know, can I just go back and offer one salah? Can I just go back and just make, you know, recite one verse of the Quran? Can I just go do something good? You know, but then it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. The plane would have already left the airport, you know? So this life of this world is like a stopover at an airport. You know, if you're traveling somewhere, you're going back to your parents' home country, you're traveling somewhere else, and sometimes you have two connecting flights. So you have one flight, and then you land somewhere, you wait there for a few hours, and then you get up, you take off again to finally go to your destination. So this life of this world is like a stopover. You know, the Prophet ﷺ told us, كُنْ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَأَنَّكَ غَرِيبُ أَوْ سَبِيلُ You know, live in this world as if you are a traveler or a stranger. So don't get like too comfortable in the world where you get too distracted by everything in the world and you forget about Allah. You know, so it's just like a stopover. We are only here for a short period of time. It seems like a lot right now, like so many years that a person is alive for. But in the hereafter, when we look back on the Day of Judgment, it's only going to seem like a few minutes, a few hours. It's going to be like, subhanAllah, it went by so fast. You know, I wish I could have done a little bit more. Good. So use your life for good before your death because it has to come to everyone. We don't know when it's going to come. Only Allah knows best. But we don't know when it's going to come. Right? So whatever opportunity we have before that is a great gift and a great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So use it for good. A smart person is going to use it for doing a lot of good, which goes into their bank account for the akhirah. Right? They've done a lot of good deeds, a lot of hasanat. And then when they go in front of Allah on the Day of Judgment, inshallah, they're going to have a lot of good deeds. And hopefully they will have done it with sincerity, with good intention to please Allah. And those deeds are going to be really big and really beautiful and really heavy, inshallah. Okay, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the understanding, the ability, the opportunity to take advantage of all of these things before they turn into those five other things. I mean, inshallah. Okay, so going back to time okay so i really like this image which i found on google images which basically tells us reminds us about the importance of time you can't recycle wasted time when time is gone yes the same day might come every week the same hour might come every day the same minutes might come every day however you're never going to have the same time the same day and the same date ever again okay so if i look at the time right now it's 8 43 p.m on wednesday april 4, 1st 2020 so 8 43 p.m on wednesday april 1st 2020 it's never going to come again once it moves to 8 44 8 43 on wednesday april 1st 2020 is gone for good it's never ever coming back so you can't recycle wasted time so don't waste your time and put it into the garbage can or even into the recycle bin because you can't recycle wasted time. Now, one of the things that people do um, to use their money properly is they have a budget. So, for example, if a person is earning $2,000 a month or $5,000 or $10,000, whatever it is, it's a good idea for our parents and when, for you when you grow up, and you can even do this now, to have a budget, which means that you plan how you're going to spend your money. So you look at how much money is coming in, and then you say, okay, like where is it coming from? How much is it? 
how much am I actually earning every month or every week or every year, but normally it'll be for a month or a year. And then you say, okay, what are the things I need to spend on? I need to spend on food. I need to spend on clothing, car, housing, either rent or a payment for a house, uh, electricity bills, phone bills, this, that. So you make a whole list of everything and see how much is, is it's costing to live, what is left over and how much you can save. Um, and, you know, so you just try to plan your, your money, um, your spending uh, and your income. And that allows people to use their wealth, their money wisely. Because if a person doesn't have a plan, if they don't know what's coming in, they don't know how much they're spending, they're all over the place, then they're just going to go to the store and end up buying anything and everything that they feel like buying, even if they're not able to afford it. Because they have credit cards and they'll just pay with the credit card. And then when the bill comes, they're like, oh no, how am I going to pay for this? I don't have money. And then the credit card starts charging interest, which is haram and is really bad because it costs a lot. And the bank keeps getting richer and richer and the person keeps drowning in debt more and more. I'll tell you so having a budget for money is important, especially for adults, but even for kids, if you have an allowance or if you have a, you know some chores that you do, you get paid for, or if you do some sort of job, um, babysitting or something, whatever it is, it's a good idea to have a budget so that you can manage your wealth, your money very wisely. So what I would suggest to do that since time is more valuable than money, perhaps we should all make a time budget. Okay, so basically what I'm talking about is looking at examining, and you don't have to answer this to me right now, but you can think about this. What, what are the things that you must do daily? What are the things that you must do daily? Okay, so what are the same things? So let's talk about this. What are things you must do daily? So offer salah, very good. MashaAllah. Pray, yes, absolutely. Eat, for sure. Even if you're fasting, you still need to eat in the morning and the evening. So yes, you need to eat every day. What else do you need to do? Drink, yes, so that could go together. Remember Allah. Okay, so the salah is something you have to do. Sleep is something you have to do. Eat and drink. Nourish yourself, something you have to do, absolutely. You have to go to the bathroom, right? You have to take time to take a shower, for example. So those are the things that you must do and you, you can't get away from, from, from doing. Then there are the things that you should do daily. So for example, making dua and um, reciting Quran, those are things that you should do, right? If someone is not able to do them for some reason, um, they'll still survive, right? You should study, absolutely. Um, I'm going to say you should also get some exercise, right? Maybe go outside, get some fresh air, you know, play something. Um, get some exercise, uh, give some charity. Yes, mashallah, that's a very good answer as well. So some of the things that you should do daily, so you know, and you don't have to do this right now, but afterwards, find some time and make a list of the things that you must do daily. Make a list of the things that you should do daily. And you can talk to your parents and brainstorm with them and with your other siblings. And you think about what are the things that you want to do daily? What are some of the things that you want to do daily that you don't have to do? You should, of course, have school educated to work, yes. Very good. But what are the things you want to do? Play, very good. Hockey. I played a lot of hockey, ball hockey, by the way, when I was growing up. Watch TV, okay. Play games, video games, all right. Play Fortnite, okay.
All right. So there's, you know, certain things that we like to do, we want to do on a daily basis. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with the things. Uh, stop thinking and relax. Yes, absolutely. Very good point. Uh, and that's actually really important because you see our body and our mind have a right upon us as well. And if we overdo it, if we overuse our mind, if we overuse our bodies and we don't give them rest, um, then that is not going to be healthy. And that's something which is not good, even from an Islamic point of view. Okay. So doing some activities for relaxation, which are halal, which are permissible, or which are mubah, like which are not haram or like, you know, encouraged, but they're just like in the middle, then that's okay. It's okay to do that. Okay. But it should be in moderation. If someone starts doing one of those relaxation activities or something that they like to do the whole day, then it's not healthy anymore. Right? Just like if someone says, okay, you know what? I really like Kit Kat. Anybody here who likes to eat Kit Kat? Any Kit Kat fans? Okay, I like Kit Kat. Okay, take a break. Kit Kat. Okay, so I like Kit Kat. But if somebody likes, you know, Kit Kat and they say, I'm just going to eat Kit Kat all through the day or any other chocolate bar or any other junk food and you just start eating that through the day and not have any other food, then obviously it's going to be really bad for them. Right. So similarly, activities that are enjoyable for us, um, you know, maybe they're not the best activities, but they're not like haram. Like, for example, there's some video game that you like to play that's not very violent or, you know, like it's an OK video game or there's something that you like to watch. Maybe it's a baking show or some sort of TV show or something that is not, you know, doesn't really contain haram elements for the most part. And is, it's sort of OK to watch uh, or any other activity. That's fine to do to take a break but it shouldn't take over our life if it starts taking over our life then it means it's becoming unhealthy and it's probably getting close to being becoming haram if it's leading us to not uh, offer our salah on time not pray properly you know get uh, just taking us away from the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know making our mood and our behavior really bad towards our parents especially and towards our siblings and others you know so so activities which we enjoy and which are permissible are okay, but in moderation, okay? So therefore, I have an activity for you to do. Uh, again, you don't have to do it right now. You don't need to do it right now, but you can do it later, inshallah. So number one, what I would rec recommend you to do is first to start off by timing your activities, okay? So just get a timer, whether on a phone uh, or on a watch, stopwatch, um, and um, time your activities. So normally, if you were just eating as you normally do, how long does that take? When you go to the bathroom, about how much time does that take? When you change, how much time does that take for you to get ready? When you offer salah, how much time does that take? So try to time some major activities or some regular activities through your day so you have a good sense of how much time you're actually spending doing those things, okay? Or if you're playing video games or if you're biking or whatever you're doing, spend uh, some time uh, recording or checking how much time you're spending on those activities. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is make a daily calendar. Okay, and you can be creative. So you can make it as a regular schedule. You can do it like that clock that you see on your screen. Um, you make a calendar and a schedule and you can be creative. So do it any way you like. Okay, that your parents allow you to do. And then fill in the things that you must do, that you should do, and that you want to do. So on your calendar, you can have blocks of either one hour, or you could have half-hour blocks. You can have 15-minute blocks, so you can divide it as you like. 
and try to fill in the things that you must do, that you should do, and that you want to do. Okay? So make a calendar for your day, starting from when you wake up till when you go to bed. Or you can make a 24-hour calendar. Okay? Yeah, it sounds fun. Make a 24-hour calendar. So put in the time that you think you need to sleep. So normally it'll be eight hours, right, or so around there. Maybe a little bit more for sleep. And then you put in all the other things that you're supposed to do. Okay? Or that that you want that you must do that you should do and that you want to do and you put in time slots for everything and you can put in playing video games or uh you know riding your bike or or whatever else that you like doing put that in put it in for a slot or maybe two slots you can make online schedules also right if you your parents can help you find uh, a way to do that inshallah you know but i think it might be more fun actually doing it um you know using art uh and crafts to actually make your own uh calendar um, but you can do it any way you like, okay? So fill in the things. The most important part is that you fill in the things that you must do, that you should do, and that you want to do, okay? And you can decide, okay, you know, is that if you're giving only two minutes for salah, for example, is it really fair to give only two minutes to salah, you know, for eat salah when you are, let's say, giving an hour for playing Fortnite or playing a video game? Is that, does that really sound right? You know, or if you're planning to, to play video games and, um, you know, go online and uh, ride your bike for maybe four or five hours a day, but then you're only giving 20 minutes to reading Quran. Is that really fair? Is that really how you think it should be for the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So make a schedule and just like think over it and, and just see how much time you're allocating for what, okay? And if you think that's the right amount or not, or maybe you need to increase the good things and maybe lessen the things which are not so beneficial, okay? And then, Number four is really easy. You just follow your own daily calendar. Okay, so you make the calendar. You decide which, how much time you should give for each activity. And then you try to follow your calendar to the best of your ability, inshallah. And I have a tip, especially for the parents. And if your parents are not watching or listening, you can ask them. Tell them that Imam Sikandar said so. That try to maybe work with your parents to set rewards and penalties. Okay, because accountability is really important. You know, if you make a calendar... Normally, like, you know, if you have a schedule, if you go to school and you show up at school late after the bell has rang, you know, you show up 20 minutes late, you're going to get a late slip from the, from the office, right? So there's some checks and balances there, some accountability to keep us on track, okay? Um, similarly, you know, if a person, your parents are going to work and they're supposed to be at work at 9 a.m. or let's say they're supposed to be online for work at 9 a.m., but they show up at 9.30, then they normally, usually, they would have a boss who would ask and say, okay, well, why did you not show up at 9 a.m. even though you were supposed to, okay? Not everyone has a boss, but many people do, okay? So uh, for this, you decide your own schedule. So you're your own boss, and you try to do it in the best way possible in a way that will be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then work with your parents to set some rewards and penalties. What I mean by that is that if you follow your schedule and you do it in, in the right way, and it's a good schedule, um, then maybe your parents can reward you a little bit, okay? It doesn't have to be something really fancy. It can be something small, um, um, you know, that, that you would like and that they're, they're able to provide for you. It could even be permission to, you know, add a little bit extra time uh, to play that video game or to ride your bike or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, and on the other hand, you can also discuss penalties and say, okay, Baba, Mama, if I don't actually follow the schedule, then... Um, you know, you can take away this privilege or you can make me do the dishes or, you know, just figure something out 
um, that will be an incentive for you to want to follow your schedule, your calendar. And then email a picture of your calendar to me. Okay, I really want to see your calendar. I want to see your schedule. I want to see your calendar. I want to see how you've made it. Okay, um, so inshallah, email it to me. My email address is on the screen. Uh, send me an email with the picture um, and tell me a bit about your calendar if you would like to. Um, and I'm really interested in seeing, inshallah, once I have, um, I'm going to wait till, let's say, this Saturday, inshallah. And once I have um, some pictures, hopefully you'll send me some, um, then I'll post it online, inshallah. Okay, I'm going to post it on Facebook. So I want to see your best work, inshallah. Uh, so please do that by Saturday and send it to me and I want to see it um, and I want to have the pleasure of sharing it online as well, inshallah. Okay, sounds like a deal. Everyone's okay with that? Mariam says yes. Okay, very good, inshallah. And uh, I hope everyone else who's listening is also going to go ahead and uh, and do this. All right. That's great, mashallah. Okay. So remember, follow your schedule. Okay. Follow your schedule, follow your calendar. Don't be annoying to others, because I know it can be hard when we are all stuck at home. We can become, become annoying to our parents or towards our other siblings, but try uh, not to be annoying. And remember Allah much. As we always end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in multiple places in the Quran, Remember Allah much, not just a little bit. Remember Allah a lot so that you may be successful. So if you want to be successful in anything, whether it has to do with things of this world, whether it's our study, or work, anything we're trying to achieve, whether it's Jannah, whether you know it's Akhirah, getting the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anything that you want to be successful in, remember Allah much. All right. Any questions or comments? If not, then inshallah, we can say goodbye. Uh, say assalamu alaikum to all of you. And inshallah, we will have another session next Wednesday. Inshallah, if everything goes well, uh, we will look forward to having you join us once again next Wednesday. Inshallah. Okay. Zakumullah khaira. Thank you so much for joining. It was great to have you all. Um, and I wish uh, that you have a safe week. I will see you on Friday, inshallah. Or you will see me on Friday, inshallah, with my Friday message. Um, and then, inshallah, I'm planning another activity for Saturday night. So remember that, inshallah. And then Wednesday, we'll meet again. Um, you're welcome. Zakumullah khair. Make dua for yourself, for your family, for me, for my family, for the entire community, for all of humanity. And stay safe, inshallah. Follow all the rules. Social distancing. Uh, don't go out unless it's necessary, but you can go for a walk uh, or to ride your bike, but just keep distance from others who are not a part of your household or your family, inshallah. Okay, everyone, take care. It's almost time for Aisha. So we'll offer a salat al-Aisha soon, okay, with your own families, inshallah. Jazakum Allah khaira. Take care. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.